0: So we're gonna pivot real fast. We have Julio here with us today, um, and we're gonna get into a little bit of boxing. You know, we just had the 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 Wilder uh, Fury fight, uh, number three, and this in the in the uh, in the 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 last fight of the trilogy. So. You guys know more about boxing than I do. I'm not even going to act like I'm I'm sitting here and watching it and and I, I I can discuss a fight that I saw, but I can't discuss like their stances and all that stuff because I, I don't know a lot of these fighters. So, Julio, go ahead and give us your your take on uh, what you saw um, Saturday, because uh, I know I know you were like mad hyped about that man. Yeah, yeah, I was. This was a fight that I was really
1: looking forward to. Um, this trilogy um, has been amazing. has been very entertaining.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, it brought back attention to boxing because mm-hmm. it's been very well known that when the heavyweight division is good, all of boxing is good. Yeah. And this trilogy has everybody talking about boxing again.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So it exceeded my expectations. Um. I did not expect to see a fight with five knockdowns. Um. I was definitely very entertained. Um. I guess for my analysis i can go into uh what i feel like both fighters did well i feel like both of them executed their game plan at some points and you know feel that others so i'll start with wilder who i was rooting for i'm a deontay wilder fan i actually don't like uh tyson fury i like his fighting style i don't like uh, his uh persona but um deontay wilder he hired malik scott as his trainer and i was instantly able to see the changes Um, He came out really strong as opposed to the last fight. He started off jabbing to the body, going to the body, which was really effective for him. We were able to see it in the mid rounds. As Tyson Fury, he's usually known for having a lot of head movement. He wasn't having a lot of that this fight, and I feel like those shots to the body really played a role in that. So that was a great game plan. He also started off doing a good job of taking control of the center of the ring, um, which he struggled to do in the second fight specifically. Um, He didn't let Fury push him on against the ropes. Those shots to the body were doing a good job of backing Fury away, considering Fury is so much bigger. And, you know, he didn't want that fight to be close range. He wanted to have that extra range to get that um, extended uh, straight punch to the head, of course. Um, Another thing I feel like he did well was being aggressive. I feel like it was really clear that the game plan was to knock Fury out early they know that fury is a great boxer he's more skilled than wilder he's quicker than wilder he has more boxing ability than wilder so if it went to decision there was a high probability that fury was going to win this fight mm-hmm. um he's also more conditioned than wilder in terms of stamina so they, they knew that if it went to later rounds fury was probably going to win the fight so we saw that the game plan was to you know attack early go for the knockdown um personally i had wilder winning The first three rounds up until he got knocked down Mm -hmm. Um, the official scorecards had while they're losing the second round. That one was really close. Um, I thought he won the second round. Um, All the scorecards had him winning the first round. Um, Up until the third round before he got knocked down, I had him winning. Then he got caught with a shot to the ear. Um, He made a mistake, got caught, got knocked down, came back in the fourth to knock Fury down twice. Yeah um if there's footage of that punch that knocked him down you see the ripples going down his entire body which is crazy i know you could imagine me jumping out my seat i went on my <laughs> instagram story uh, i was really hyped um so the plan was coming to fruition but this goes to bring me on to what fury did well he is just so big that these shots any other heavyweight would have probably died mm-hmm. you know forget get it die, die. they would have probably died from these shots that Wilder was hitting Fury with, but he's just so big. It's a two inch advantage, 40 pound advantage that Fury has, uh, which brings me to the first thing that Fury was doing really well. Um, once it got to the uh, fourth, fifth, sixth round, he started bringing the fight into the close range, uh, which took Wilder's ability to extend his punch. You know, he, ha- he has that really strong, straight hand, which mm-hmm. is deadly. So bringing the fight close range eliminates that. He also did a good job of, Grabbing Wilder a lot. Um, This, you're putting an extra 40 pounds on somebody. It's going to tire you out. Mm -hmm. And we saw it, you know, Wilder was extremely tired after the third round. Um, Mm -hmm. He looked exhausted. He looked like he couldn't even move. So his heart showed in the fact that he was able to go 11 rounds. But, you know, all that holding Fury was doing was effective. That was all game plan. Uh, Wilder knew Fury was going to do it. And Fury knew knew what he was doing when he put on an extra three pounds to come to this fight. He knew what he wanted to do, and it was effective. Um, he also did a good job of fighting and punching while he was um, doing the grabbing. And then, of course, what we already know Fury is known for, his boxing ability. You know, his uh, his ability to be able to not get hit and hit in the process. Um, yeah. If we look at the punch stats, Fury was actually able to outland Wilder by almost double, um, which goes to show a lot because Wilder landed a lot this fight compared to the last two. Mm-hmm. And Fury still outlanded him twice as much as Waldo did. Um yeah. but yeah, that's that's basically my take on what I feel like they did good. Um I want to hear what Chris feel like uh he he saw that went well and then we can maybe go on to what went wrong for both of
2: them. Yeah. Man, I just I just want to go back to the fact that I love I love having this conversation with you because you're on the completely opposite side of me as this i I love yeah. Wilder as a man. Don't get me wrong. pause. he he <laughs> what he brings to the table as far as an athlete, as far as his heart, as far as his willingness. and the fact that the trilogy, like the the storylines in this was insane. like this felt like, a, a WWE scripted situation. And the mm-hmm. reason why I say this, let me let me start from the first fight. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you guys some context here and then we'll get into the technicalities of this one. But there's literally, and I love going back to this video in this month, um, Mental Health Awareness Month. You, There's literally a video of uh, extremely overweight Tyson Fury saying, I'm coming back for you. You did this for me. You, you gave me the drive to come back because you said I couldn't do this. And I feel like that narrative has has really shown itself throughout the three fights. The fact that the second fight ended the way he did, it did, I'm not going to lie. I felt that was a bigger character flaw issue than anything because at the end of the day, don't get me wrong. The heart that you sh- show in wanting to continue on in a fight like that where you're getting battered, where there wasn't moments in that second fight like this third fight for wilder mm-hmm. he, it was a one-sided beat down in my opinion that first that second fight um uh, where he got knocked out and he he said i want the chance to show that it wouldn't have went that way if it wasn't stopped for me and i respect that do mm-hmm. i agree with the fact that i don't that the tower shouldn't have been thrown in or that you you get rid of your corner when they do that hell no because at the end of the day as a commission If you have a trainer like Malik Scott saying, I am not willing to throw in the towel. I am not even going to have towels in the corner. You shouldn't get a license as a corner man because that doesn't make sense. Like, let's be real. That's not what health and safety is about (laughs) in a sport like this. But that's why this is such a phenomenal third fight because this went beyond that. There's not many fights where you can say the technique was the reason was not the reason why everyone cared about it, but because of the heart is why everyone felt this fight. This wasn't a fight that you watched and you had issues understanding. Even if you were someone who doesn't watch boxing, this was a fight that you feel, a very visceral fight. And the fact that, I'm gonna say this because I wanna be clear about whose side I'm on. There's not a man on this earth born of his mother's cunt that beats the Gypsy King, in his own words, I feel like his mentality coming into this fight is is entirely different than Wilder's in the way that, yes, you want to show that you're willing to do these things, but there were so many excuses in the lead-up to the third fight, Mm -hmm. so many reasons why I performed that way, and I need a chance to show you that it's not going to go that way. I would have much rather you say the better man got the best of me on that night let's go a third time and i'll show you why i'm right that's that's a different conversation let's be real Mm -hmm. but as far as the third fight the reason why that's why i was going for wilder i mean for fury over wilder because i feel like it's a character issue when you're when you're making excuses like that but going into this third fight you couldn't deny i feel like where I, i disagree with you a little bit julio i feel like yes he came out good coming strong to the body, but that's not a game plan that you make to try to knock somebody out early. That's a game plan you make to try to continue on throughout the fight and have later success. But I, where I agree with you on those points, 100%, I feel like him coming out hard to the body early is what forced Fury into the fight that they ended up being in, where it wasn't a matter of head movement and pushing him forward the entire time. It was a matter of he got tired, he got stationary, and you saw that. You saw him standing in front of Wilder at points after landing shots, even. He would land shots and still be standing looking. And that's not his fighting style at all. If you go back before these Wilder fights, that is that is nowhere near his character as far as how he chooses to fight. So I agree that that game plan, while it, wasn't, it didn't make sense in the way that you were preparing, it, it, it made sense in the effect that you were going to get from it. So you saw that come through in the fight and you saw in the later rounds, like, like you said, even when he was having success, the fight still felt close because there was mm-hmm. always there was he was always in his face and always willing to be there regardless of of what happened. The knockdowns were insane, like <laughs> insane. Like watching that live was one of the most thrilling fights I've ever seen in combat sports, and I watch combat sports every single week. Like yeah, I watch yeah. all these fights, and yeah. that to me was. Whew, that was I was sweating. I was losing my mind watching that because it, like you said, it the technique is there. And and on, on Fury's side, I want to get into this a little bit more. He showed a different kind of jab in this fight. Working with Sugar Hill, um, that beautiful lineage. It, it, it's amazing to see. He had a different jab in this fight. It wasn't a a, a toss out jab, a distance finder yeah. jab. It was a battering ram jab. He yeah. was punching through his guard in a lot of ways and forcing those hands to come down for Wilder. And I never expected to see Fury make that transition as a fighter because if you look back at the Klitschko fight he was not interested in that at all. He's he was never yeah. interested in putting people out. And that's why I love seeing at the end of the fight um Fury gave so much credit to Sugar Hill because he was saying big he told me that the big dogs go out there and finish these guys and that's why I went out there and tried to and and that you could see the difference in the first fight and in the third fight As far as how Fury was approaching it, he I don't think it was a a purely conditional issue. I think if he chose to go out there and be the better boxer, he could have done it. I think he wanted to prove the point that it's not just about boxing, unfortunately, when it comes to how the fans perceive you, it's about entertainment. And I think against somebody like Wilder, he showed that he was willing to go through the fire in a way, like you said, that I don't think anybody else can. I give so much respect to Wilder because I feel like anybody else in this division wouldn't have been there throughout the fight with wilder not with, not even with fury so Correct. that's what gives him so much like respect because i don't i don't see a matchup where wilder comes out like that and has a performance like that and doesn't catch these guys yeah. I, I don't see it so that's why i give credit to both of these men it was a brilliant fight on both sides the fact that I honestly I'm going to be real with you this is this is where I I feel like nobody's ever going to expect me to say this but I feel like later on towards the rounds this fight got sad to me and this this is why it wasn't because Wilder didn't have a chance but it was because we were in the same position again as the second fight now get, don't get me mm-hmm. wrong he was never as hurt as he was in my opinion in the in the third fight until he got finished he was never as hurt as he was in the second fight, as far as visibly, like you, you saw in his eyes at times, like he wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I feel like that that theme was there again towards the end of this fight where he was so tired and you can see how him putting on muscle to, for that fight in a way hindered him because he didn't have the chops to continue on later on into the fight the same way he did early on in the fight. As far as conditioning and things like that, it's surprising to see a much larger man be able to carry out those things um, into the later rounds. I love Wilder's fighting style. Like, let's get it real. I think that it takes so much talent to be able to be that kind of fighter, regardless of division. That His fighting style will not work in any other division, if you ask me. It's not a winning style in boxing. It's not a replicable style. So I I just have so much respect for him as a puncher, as a man, being willing to to take that beating. But it made me uncomfortable towards the end. And the way that he went out, seeing him go out like that, seeing them cut to to his wife in in the stands, that always hurts because it is what it is. Like, it's a tough performance. But at the end of the day, I felt like him going about this route and getting this corner to make sure they don't throw in the towel ultimately can and will pay dividends later on in his life. And I feel like it says a lot about him as a man that he didn't care about that, that he went out there and made sure that he put it out there as well as he could, because that's what it meant to him. It didn't matter to him the future in that moment, but it was one of those moments where you feel both of these guys left a piece in there, a piece of themselves in that ring, but more so, I felt like I I can't imagine seeing a better version of Wilder than that night, and that's tough to say in a loss, but You respect the heart, you respect everything, but at the end of the day, it was tough to see him, in my opinion, led into a situation where he was not going to succeed and let be knocked out like that. Because that's completely different, in my opinion, than getting caught. You, You were in a position where the fight, in my opinion, was already shown to be over because of how you were conducting yourself, because of how you were tired. And don't get me wrong, as a fan, that's what you want in a fighter. Um, But as a man and later on in his life and, you know, knowing that the reason why he got into the sport was to take care of his his family, to take care of his daughter that has spina bifida. It just doesn't sit right with me when you know the consequences of this sport that you would allow your fighter to to put themselves in that position as a corner.
1: And to to go off of what you're saying, you know, even after he got knocked down uh, the last time, you know, obviously the ref waved it off, didn't even count. um, But. He he still was willing to continue. As soon as he got up afterwards, he got to his corner and he told Malik, like, I I could have kept going, knowing, like you said, you know, he had no energy. It's like I felt the same way as a Wilder fan, you know, watching the last two rounds. It, It was like you said, sad. You know, I was hoping that maybe he can, but even seeing the punches he threw where they would hit Fury, but it was like there was no power in them um but you know he kept going and like you said he showed his heart a lot of uh I definitely agree with you I as as his trainer I don't know if I know the right thing would have been to throw in the towel but he Wilder has this disagreement like you said with his trainers where when I'm going to that ring we've heard Wilder say it plenty of times I'm trying to catch a body I'm going in there to kill my opponent. I really want to kill somebody in the ring. It's not right for me to want to kill somebody. And when I'm in a position where I'm possibly getting killed, you guys are bailing me out of it. So I feel like it just goes to his morals where I'm willing to kill, but I'm also willing to die the same way I'm willing to kill. And I'm not going to make it unfair to where I'll back out when you have the opportunity to do that. And you know, Malik. Malik was his friend before his trainer because he understands where Wilder's coming from. Like you said, before the fight, he said, if it gets to that point, I'm not throwing in the towel. Now, um, Mark Breland, I, I was watching an interview with him not too long ago. He said, had he been in the same position as he was in that second fight again, even after he got fired, he said he would have thrown in the towel again. He said he doesn't care if Wilder didn't want to, because he says, I have a son Wilder's age. I'm not gonna and to go back again to what you were saying in the second fight, Wilder's, Wilder's a crazy man. Um, I don't know if you know, Wilder didn't have a cut man. Wilder didn't have a cut man up until this third fight because their camp, and he didn't believe that he will ever get to that point where he would need one. So that second fight, there wasn't a medic on their side. So Mark Breeland, all he sees, he, he said his, his interpretation, um, he's like, I'm not a medic, but I see while there's bleeding out of his ear his eyes are dazed his legs aren't working you know he's a power puncher he can't have power without his legs he said you know i knew something had to be wrong so that's why he threw in the towel uh and it's just crazy that they they, he didn't have a cut man um to be able to you know check on him clean his ear make sure he was good but yeah um like you said you know his heart his mindset is on a whole other level when it comes to what he's willing to put out there um how far he's willing to go with this and you know you got to respect it um mm-hmm. and he's he also said something that you said i don't know if you uh read his quote but he said you know i gave it my best but it just it wasn't good enough so like you said i've never seen this version this wilder, it this good and it still wasn't enough it just goes to show you know how good fury is i don't think there's any other heavyweight that can beat fury right now uh, personally. Uh, I don't think there's any, but yeah, I don't think, yeah, correct. I don't think there's any heavyweight that can be either one of them. Um, but Fury, you know, obviously he's above, uh, the only ones that can possibly, I can possibly see beating him in the future. I don't think, uh, Fury will last to do so because future, uh, Fury, I keep saying future, Fury has already expressed interest in retirement since he was 30. Uh, you know he asked you know sometimes i just want to leave now while i'm a champion and ride into the sunset uh so fury kind of has already expressed that he wants to retire undefeated he wants to retire a champion so it's possible uh that if he does unify we might not see any more fury so you know a fighter like jared anderson who has a lot of potential uh, who was fury's uh sparring partner i don't think we'd get to see that fight uh, so therefore I, I think Fury might actually retire undefeated.
2: And, and what's crazy to me is I feel like there's so many, like, there's not many times where you watch a fight and there's, there's fights to be made for both of these guys. Like there, there's not many times where you feel that, especially in boxing. I feel like in boxing in a lot of ways, when, when people lose, and I disagree with this mentality a thousand percent, I think in the UFC, they showed that, yeah it doesn't matter your your record or the amount of times you lost if you're willing to make changes that's how you learn lessons in my opinion in in the fight Mm -hmm. game there's no way you can uh soberly look at your performance if through a win even like there's no way you could soberly look at your performance because at the end of the day yeah i might have messed up here i might have done this here but i still won the fight and and the fact that boxing elves are looked at in a different way i i really hate um because it's a lot, a lot about preservation and less so about getting the fights that people want like the fact yeah. that the fact that fury's promoter is calling for a Dylan white fight what are you doing like what are you doing this is somebody who's lost <laughs> Two of his last four fights um, So it, it, to me it doesn't make sense to me I feel like there's other fights That definitely make sense for Fury I would love to see him fight um, The winner of the, the, unific- the rematch Between Usyk and, and Joshua Because that was the fight If you think about it That was the fight The original fight that everyone wanted Was Joshua Wilder That was the original yeah.
0: Yeah. big
2: fight And and Tyson Fury put himself in a position To get that those big fights By making this wild trilogy with Wilder and coming out on the, on the better side of it. I think that moving forward, I would love to see Fury either face one of those two guys, or like you said, find the matchup in this division that you actually feel you're fighting for your legacy. There's no reason in my opinion, why you will fight Dylan White. That's not a fight that you're fighting for your legacy. You're fighting for a mandatory belt, which I get it. That's, that's the way boxing is. I Yeah. It's better for the athletes, but in my opinion, it is way worse for the spirit of competition because you're making – that's what makes fans not show up for nights like this, for insane historical nights where if anyone's watching the fight, they'll immediately be a fan. But there's times where people don't show up to these fights or don't want to tune in to see these fights because they've seen so many mismatches in the past that they don't trust boxing to deliver in that way. That they've seen all the hype behind people like Jake Paul and promoting big fights like that when there's actually true athletes putting in the work and putting themselves in position for big fights. Um, I would love to see Wilder come back. I would love to yeah. see... A, a more favorable matchup for him coming forward. I don't think it should immediately be for a title. I think it should be a slow build because of the situation he's in. But I honestly feel that if Wilder was to fight Usyk or if Wilder was to fight Joshua, I don't think either of those guys have the, the skill or the will because you need both yeah. to beat Wilder. You need yeah. both. And it. I'm going to end off just getting back to this fight because... The fact that we're here and the fact that um, moving forward, Fury is going to be looked at as a potential GOAT, in my opinion. I think both, in a lot of ways, both men owe a lot to each other, regardless of their relationship, regardless of how they hate each other. They both are in the position they're in because of one another, because of the willingness to, to have that fight in the first place. And I'm I'm a sucker for storylines. I'm, I'm a guy that loves seeing things play out. And the fact that we got a trilogy back-to-back-to-back to back to back like this in boxing, and it delivered in the third fight more so than any other fight. Like, the first fight was insane, but yeah. for different reasons. Like, yeah. I would have never expected that wa- that Fury would willingly change his style in the way he did because his entire past career pointed to the opposite. He doesn't want – he's risk-averse. People were saying yeah. – if you remember this, people were saying in the, after the clinical fight that he was pillow-fisted. People are saying that he could not hit. So the fact that he made those strides as a champion is insane. Like, that says a lot to his medal. But I would say, in a way, the greatest uh, Wilder showed up. I don't think the best Fury showed up, and it was still enough to get the win. And I think that says a lot about the kind of talent that Fury is. Um, I just... Shout out to Wilder because you don't see in any sport, do you, is there a story of a 19, uh, somebody who gets into basketball at 19 years old and, and becomes the level of, of athlete or the level of uh, um, professional that Wilder did? It's insane. Like it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen for a reason because there's, there's reasons why you need the time to become better at these sports. I just have all respect to Wilder, all respect to Fury. This was an amazing fight, and literally one of those fights that you can comfortably watch and and feel no matter what year or age it is. This is a timeless yeah. fight, and um, I just hope that both men get a lot more opportunities coming forward out of it because that was something special.
1: Definitely. Um, and like you said, uh, I was actually one of the reasons I was – saddened by this fight is because before the fight um Wilder also expressed interest in retirement you know he in his head he knew he was going to win this fight so when they asked him he said you know the plan would be to win this go on to unify um possibly get one more title defense um, because he takes a lot of pride in having 10 title defenses that's insane um he would get one more and then you know leave it all there uh so this kind of led me to believe that the fact that he lost and now that ruins everything he might, you know, call it quits, but no Malik Scott confirmed that he's not retiring yet. Um, I can see him having a few more fights. Uh, I don't know if, you know, he'll be a champion again, uh, he is 35, um, considering he was already thinking about retirement. I don't know if he'll have any more than three, maybe four fights, but. Uh, these next few fights will definitely be enough to redeem himself for those who didn't respect him after this, which I have seen a lot of, unfortunately, just goes back to what you were saying, where with today's fans, someone loses and they lose their fans. um It's not like how it was back in the day where, you know, Mike Tyson lost, Muhammad Ali lost, and people rooted for them even more because now they wanted to see them come back stronger. Uh, today, somebody loses and, you know, now they're a bum. Uh, now they're a meme. Um, and it it sucks, but I respect both of these fighters because knowing that, knowing that they were fighting the best, there's a 50-50 chance you're gonna you're gonna have an L on your record, and you're not gonna be looked at the same anymore. And they didn't care that you know they they still fought. So you just you have to respect them. Um, I still think there is Wilder can definitely redeem himself as far as you know titles. Like I said, I don't know if he'll win another one. He possibly can if Fury, it doesn't unify. Um, because I like Chris said, I think Wilder washes Usyk and Joshua. Yusick, um, we saw how his face was from Joshua. He was getting hit. He won, but his face was bruised up. Imagine if it was Wilder hitting him with those shots. And Joshua, we know he has a glass chin. Um, Joshua has gotten hurt a lot uh, throughout his fights. He got hurt by Klitschko. He got hurt by Daniel White. He got hurt by Ruiz, he got knocked out by Ruiz. Um, and he got hurt by Usyk a few times that fight. Um, all fighters who are smaller than him, imagine what Wilder would do to him. Um, so if, you know, Wilder gets to face any of them before Fury, or um, if Fury doesn't, I can see him being a champion again. But regardless, I don't think this changes anything as far as his legacy. Um, he has 10 title defenses. In five years um that's a historic number so it, yeah this you got to respect both of them
2: and i just wanted to say i just wanted to cap this off um the lore of this fight is so prominent because of that matchup like you said like a 6-9 boxer against a 6-7 power puncher like historically the it, it's not a fight that's happened like, that that's what made this trilogy so wild. Like, they, yeah. there's not a – you can't point – and this is why I find this so interesting is, like, you can't point to the past and say people like Rocky Marciano or even people like Mike Tyson are on the same level of talent as these two guys, both of them. And and I know that may be blasphemous to some people, but to me, the level of talent that both of these guys showed and, and the level of heart, all of those things met in, in the same night. Is extraordinary. I disagree with you a little bit. I feel like Wilder needs the knockout against Usyk because I don't think like I I thought the same thing for Joshua and then he ended up losing the decision. But I feel like in that fight, if he doesn't knock out Usyk, the same thing happens. He's gonna end up getting you mean Joshua overwhelmed. against Usyk. I meant. Usyk against Wilder. Sorry about that. Oh, in a um, hypothetical fight. Exactly, in a hypothetical fight. I think he would need the knockout in the same way that yeah, Joshua yeah. needed it. Um, but what I find fascinating about that is I don't think anybody who who knows anything about anything would pick I picked I went into the fight picking Usyk against Joshua. I don't think anybody would pick um Usyk in a Wilder fight because of the style of fight. And and like yeah. you said, he's there to, to get hit he's a much smaller heavyweight uh, on the on the same ilk of of what you would generally see for heavyweights and the fact that these two people are historic um i would say unicorns in a lot of ways in the way that they fight their size their intangibles is what made that night even more insane like the, the i don't think there's any contest that can look like that because they're they're of that ilk they're they're that special of athletes and and the way that they revolutionized boxing I don't feel like. I don't feel like there's a, a way in which Fury ends up on a bad end of this. Like I don't think even if he loses to someone, continuing to move forward, I still feel like he can still be considered historically great, even without those title defenses of Wilder because of the, the the difference of, and the evolution in heavyweights. I would love to see Jared Anderson continue on with that that sort of success. And like you said, those are all great matchups. Um, But you just got to appreciate these athletes while they're here. And that's something that a lot of people that are into boxing or into combat sports, like you said, they will much rather make the meme than really understand what goes into these sort of performances and what it turns out to. Like, let's be real. There are so many people suffering the consequences of boxing. There's so many people suffering the consequences of, of football, of soccer. Can you believe that there's soccer players facing head trauma on that same level Mm -hmm. so you can only imagine people that go out there and take head trauma for a living what they're going to be have to deal with later on in life so i feel like these men deserve nothing but the respect the insane level of heart determination will that you don't see in many sports we were talking about this earlier derek we're talking about how You're questioning the level of heart in people like Ben Simmons, people like Kyrie Irving that Mm -hmm. are willing to let things get in front of their athletic performance. Mm -hmm. You're not talking about being historically great. This was a fight where that was not an option. If one of these guys came in not willing to put themselves out there on that level, it would have showed early and the fight would have been over early. This is a sport that heart and will come first and then skills and technique come one B And the fact that both of these guys showed all of that is what made this fight so great to me. And I think this fight historically will hold up as a great top 10 heavyweight fight, in my opinion.
1: Mike Tyson himself says it's the best fight he can remember ever seeing. That's coming from Mike Tyson. Uh, He loved it. He said not, he didn't feel like it was the best fight he's seen skill-wise, but entertainment-wise, heart-wise, uh, that that was his exact quote um so the fact that mike tyson you know my one of my all-time favorite boxers said that just goes to show you know how great of a fight this was um so i definitely agree with you on that um to go back just a little bit i know you know we're gonna wrap up on this topic soon i do want to go over some things that i feel like where i feel like they both uh kind of had flaws um because like you know, like you said, Chris, I don't feel like this was the best we've seen of Fury. It was close, though. I feel like the second fight, that was the best Fury we saw. Um, the first fight, I actually also believe that was the f- best Fury we had seen up to that point. Um, I had they're winning the second fight because I said, listen, we saw the best Fury the first fight. He's not going to be even better than that, and he, he was. Um, I couldn't believe that he actually was better than he was that first fight. Um, this fight, I uh, I feel like certain things he could have uh, done better, you know, avoided. He could have avoided some of those shots to the body. Um, He could have had better head movement. Like I said, we didn't see the same head movement um, that he always had. You know, he did a really good job of not letting Wilder catch him with uh, that right hand, the second fight. Um, And this fight, he did let him catch him. And quite obviously so, too. You know, he telegraphed it and still caught him. And I feel like this just goes back to what I was saying before. The reason I feel like the game plan was to knock him out early. um, I feel like the strategy was, you know, use those shots to the body, jabs to the body to throw Fury off. Because we all know that when Wilder's in there, he's trying to catch that right hand. So now you got Wilder throwing shots to the body, and this is exactly how he knocked him down. He hit him with a jab to the body. When he um, he fainted a jab again, Fury dropped his hand. He dropped his right hand, telegraphing a shot to the body, and no, that right hand came, knocked him down. So I feel like uh, those are areas Fury could have done better. Again, he he obviously was better than Wilder because he won, but, th- you know, there's always room for improvement. Wilder specifically, um, like Chris said, I feel like that extra weight did hurt him. Um, they knew that Fury was going to come and hold him, put his weight on him. That's why they put, in, put on extra weight. Uh, but... I feel like instead of standing there and taking that weight, one of my coworkers actually pointed pointed this out. We didn't see many uppercuts from Wilder. I feel like the best strategy when you're up in you know in that clinch, which Fury was doing, he could have caught Fury with so many uppercuts that would have changed Fury's entire game plan because now you're getting hit in the chin and you can't continue to hold because you're gonna get you're gonna get hurt. And we actually did see it late in the eighth round there were about eight seconds left Fury was holding Wilder Wilder hit him with an uppercut and Fury instantly let go obviously Wilder was tired so he was just swinging his arms he caught Fury a few times and you know the round ended uh I feel like Wilder could have definitely executed the uppercut a lot better um Malik Scott he's really good at you know watching film, so I wish he would have caught that um I would have hoped that he would have caught that in in film the opening for that because that would have definitely helped Wilder a lot um, it would have helped him save a lot of energy and not having to hold up fury um so that's one area he could have definitely um improve improved in um and also just the accuracy he threw a lot of punches which you know they usually does but he threw a lot of punches that were missing and that's going to drain you um so that also goes into goes to show uh why he was so tired so early um so if you know while they could have been better conditioned if he would have executed the uppercut we could have possibly seen a better fight. Um, now, in no way, shape, or form am, am I saying if they fought again, I think Wilder could win. Um, Shannon Sharpe said it: if these guys fought ten more times, I still have Fury winning those ten times. Um, only because you know Fury is so good at adapting his game plan, and specifically, he has Wilder's number. You know, uh, boxing styles make fights in boxing. Um, these styles, Fury's style, just Beats Wilder style every time. Um, the only way that Wilder can possibly beat Fury in an alternate universe is if he, is if he had a completely different style that can outmatch Fury's. Um, and again, this is coming from a Wilder fan. This is coming from someone that doesn't like Fury, but you know that that's just what it is. Um, and yeah, that's where I feel like they could have both improved. Uh, what do you feel feel about that, Chris?
2: Yeah, I was going to say to continue off of that, I would I I love that he's continuing to to compete and that he's still going to be working with Malik Scott, because I think the biggest issue wasn't um, wasn't just the uppercuts, but it was abandoning. Like you could see he wasn't with this trainer for a very long time because over time he abandoned the strategy that you saw so heavy in the first two, three rounds. That's another thing. Once he got extremely tired like that, and they say this all the time, you know, um, fatigue makes cowards of men. And, and that you, you see that all the time on, in locker rooms. And you saw, and and that didn't happen, but don't get me wrong, that didn't happen with Wilder at all. But you saw, he went back to what he knew. He went back to yeah. how he's been training, how he's been competing. And he wasn't going to the body late. And my dad was screaming, dude. I was watching the fight with my dad. My dad was screaming for this guy to throw the body the same way he was early. Not even because you're going to knock him out to the body, but just because you're giving him more things to think about. Like you said, going, yeah. lot, going low and then coming high. That actually gives you a delivery system for your power. Um, Teddy allen loves to say it all the time. You can have a nuke, but if you don't have a rocket, to propel the nuke to the area that needs to be destroyed, you just got a hole in the ground and now you might as well make a pool out of it. And and that's such a beautiful way to put this because if he continues to work with Scott and show that he's working to the body and understanding the dimensions of creating the openings for that right hand, I think he can beat Fury. I think he can knock out Fury in the way that we've seen he's capable of, especially in the first fight and and there's a lot of people like my dad who are going off on this last fight and always trying to come up with some way that somebody was cheated. Oh, the the count was over 12 seconds. That's if you read the rules that's not how it works. It's not a 10 second count. It's a 10 count. Yeah. And it's at the discretion of the ref and it is Wilder's fault that that went over 10 seconds because he stepped that's out of the neutral corner. corner. Exactly. Yeah. And it's in the rules if you look in the in the unified rules it is the referee's job mid count to make sure that that fighter is in their corner. And if they are not, the count stops that's in the rules. That's, that's not any conspiracy. So I, I'm yeah. just, I want to wipe my hands of all conspiracies in this fight. Cause there was so many conspiracies coming into this fight and it continued after somehow. Um, I just, I would love to see that continuing growth as far as his technique and ability because You saw it early and it couldn't carry through because of all the reasons, getting hurt, all of that plays a factor. Don't get me wrong. Um, But um, I think those skills can continue to show through. And who knows, even in the second half, later half of his career, he can become a different fighter. Um, But that's asking a lot. This sounds crazy. That's why it's so historically great what Fury was able to accomplish, because this was not the performances that were expected of him, especially in the second fight, especially in the third fight. He was not this fighter. And the fact that you're able to change that, the fact that you're able to be a chameleon, find what you need for the specific matchup and execute is a historically great um, championship quality ability that you see in all the greats. And I think that while there can do that, will that end up happening? That time will tell. Um, I would love to see a fourth fight. I think it'll be Um, be great. (laughs) Literally, I would love to see that, especially with some time to develop and grow and to show those changes over time. I think both of these guys are, if they retire right now, they already gave enough to the sport, more than enough to the sport. And um, to continue on, as far as Fury's side, I feel like the way he can move forward in this is you need to find, in my opinion, the happy medium between both of your styles because you could have, Continue to push him back and been defensively responsible. You showed that in the second fight. So um, there was a lot of times, like you said, where I, it may have been the fatigue because of the body punches, but there was a lot of he times was
1: definitely where, tired. Uh, Wait, even was definitely fatigued too.
2: Mm-hmm. And and that and you could attribute that to the body punches that, that made a difference. But you could also say that going so hard to the body like that fatigued Wilder as well. So there's just so many factors that go into this. But I think ultimately the standing and watching, even after landing shots, is not the kind of fighter he was before at all. Like at all. So that that's where I feel like the growth needs to come from Fury. It's hard to see that in a win, but I, w- I hope that he's able to marry the two styles in a more complete way in which you are that fighter you were against Klitschko first. And then you're able to work through the rounds to make yourself in a position to be that power puncher rather than being the power puncher from the first couple of rounds and putting yourself in a spot where you're watching somebody and allowing them to return punches at you in a way that you never did before. Like there was a lot of times even after landing shots that he was standing there and people love saying this too. A lot of coaches say this. He was taking pictures. He was standing there and (laughs) watching his work after he landed those good shots. And then shots were coming back and he wasn't moving. He wasn't answering. And that led to this fight being a lot closer in my opinion than it should have been. So I think that's where the growth comes from fury, marrying those two styles. And for Wilder, if you can be that historically great fighter that Fury showed he can be and, and be able to adapt to a new style, be able to make you make yourself more of a longevity fighter. I think that'll make Wilder historically scary in a way that I think Fury can't even hide from. Will it happen? Time will tell.
1: Yeah, I, I definitely agree with all of those 100%. Um, as far as the conspiracy, personally, I did feel like that count was a little slow. Um, even outside of you know the corner instance, um, I was also yelling at the TV. Um, as soon as you know Fury went down, I stood up. I know I know Chris saw my story, but I was yelling at the TV like, "Why is he counting so slow? Why is he counting?" <laughs> um, uh, I was I was really in the moment. Uh, I don't think it really matters. Um, Fury would have got up regardless. Um, granted, getting up sooner could have possibly gave Wilder a couple extra seconds in the round to do something else again. But um, I don't feel like that's that was a factor that really affected the fight too much. Um, although I do feel like the count was a little slow. Um, my only complaint uh, was all the head grabbing. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like Fury got a lot of warnings. I, I I don't know how many. And you know, this referee Mora, he's he's actually historically been known for letting a lot of dirty tactics slide. Um, which no Fury blows. Yes, Uh, a lot of low blows. Uh, I don't remember the name of the fight, the the name of the fighter, but uh, there was this one fight where he just kept letting the guy get low blow after low blow. And then in the interview afterwards, they asked him, you know, how do you feel about helping the fighter win? He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And they showed him the video and he said, "Eh, I mean, maybe from that angle, but no, I don't really see it. Um, And there was another fight with Devin Haney, who I also really like. No, we can maybe talk about him on another episode. Um Hady was getting hit and hit behind the head. Uh, no call. Um, so, you know, he's historically known for this. Um, I feel like he definitely has to be addressed, uh, but you know, that's my really, my real only complaint, you know, all the head grabbing, I can't remember another time I've seen a fight with so many warnings and no point deduction. Mm-hmm. Um, again, Fury won by knockout. So the point deduction wouldn't have mattered, but you know, it could have possibly changed his strategy a little bit so that he had to stop. Um, with the head grabbing. And, you know, as a Wilder fan, you know, my bias was on there. I, you best believe I was yelling about it. I'm like, <laughs> why are you deducting a point? Um, but I, again, I don't think any of that matters. Um, I think, regardless, Fury was the better man that night. Um, and that's why he won. Mm-hmm. Um, they both left their all. Wilder, I don't know if you know, Chris, but Wilder actually broke his uh, his finger. Um, and it was specifically on that knockdown. Um, he actually broke his finger. Um, so you know, they were the commentators are saying it a lot. You know, he looks like he might have hurt his hand. He kept holding it. Um, that's why it was. Um, that's another thing that I don't really feel like affected too much because he fatigued. Mm-hmm. Uh so even if his hand wasn't hurt, he would have he he would have been in the same position because he was so tired um but it just goes to show that back to what we were saying the heart that they had while he's on his corner they're like you know is your hand okay he's like yeah it is knowing it wasn't um mm-hmm. Fury as well i'm sure when he got knocked down that first time he went to the corner like are you okay you know do you know where you are he probably is like where am i he's like yeah yeah i know where i'm at <laughs> um so yeah you know Regardless of what anybody may be saying with the conspiracies coming from a Wilder fan, uh, we're not using any of that. Uh, I'm, I'm not. You know, I Fury was definitely the better man. Shout out to Malik Scott for the post that he made about Fury giving him his flowers, um, giving Sugar Hill his flowers too. Uh, Malik Scott was saying it throughout the entire, you know, build up to the fight that he knows that it's Wilder's camp versus Sugar Hill and. Fury's camp um, because Sugar Hill was just such a great trainer. Um, shout out to Fury for, you know, hiring him. Because, you know, if Wilder might have had that chance before, he could have probably got him first. Um, so again, um, Wilder also, you know, a lot, of, another thing that I, I hear people uh, complain or criticize Wilder about is the fact that he didn't shake Fury's hand after the fight. Um, personally, I get it. You know, there's sportsmanship. That's usually tradition after a fight. You know, you you hug the opponent. Uh, But there was a lot of animosity this fight. You know, this fight, it wasn't... Wilder showed that he respects Fury after saying, you know, I wasn't good enough. He admitted Fury was the better man. But he just doesn't respect him as a man. So it doesn't matter what happened in the sport, you know, which is what they have. It doesn't matter that Fury won. If Wilder would have won, he would not have gone to fury to shake his hand he just does not like fury he doesn't respect who he is so this is why when fury came up to him i feel like he shouldn't have been surprised i'm surprised i'm surprised that fury went up to wilder uh considering the things that he said before the fight you know the the night right before the fight um he said it at the weigh-in he said i don't respect him he's a bum so i'm i was surprised that he went up to him uh, in the first place but i understand where wilder was coming from and not shaking hands um it doesn't matter that fury won it wouldn't have mattered if wilder won he just doesn't respect them it would have been against his own character to you know shake his hand and hug him and people say it's because he's a sore loser that's not the case because when he lost to fury the first time he hugged them you know they, they hugged they had a long conversation afterwards you know um that's when Wilder started making the allegations uh and that's that's where, you know, the respect kind of died because Wilder believes that Fury cheated, um, so that that's another story. But when he lost that first time he hugged, he shook his hand. When it was a tie that first fight, they hugged, and they shook hands. Um, today, that same respect isn't there, um, and I can understand why he didn't do that.
2: Mm-hmm. So... So I, I got a couple of things to wrap up. I think you you are on point with a lot of these things. I think shout out to, shout out to Sugar Hill, that Emmanuel Stewart lineage, the late, great Emmanuel Stewart, may he rest in peace, is it, it showed through as far as his ability to make the tactical adjustments and tell Fury what he needed to hear. I think that's important as, as a corner. Um, they, and you saw that with Malik Scott too, he was imploring him to go to the body the entire yeah. fight. And it's hard it, it's very tough for people to understand why it's hard for these athletes to make those changes. Like, that's what makes the greats great. Um, it's not as simple as somebody telling you this is what you need to do. Uh, you can yeah. watch any interview where people are, te- are talking about their perspective when they're in the fire and they're saying, yeah, I want to do that, but uh, things are coming back. Like, yeah. it's not yeah. it's not that simple. Like, it's not as easy as people think to for somebody to point something out now, and now you're just doing it.
1: Um, there were moments where punches are coming at Wilder's face and he would just look at them. It's just like when you're in that moment, like when you're as tired as he was, you see the punches coming,
2: but you just can't react. You want to react. And you saw that he wanted to. He wanted to put himself in a position and he would just pull back. And that led him to end up getting knocked out on the ropes like that because he continued to pull back um, to avoid those shots. Where I take issue with this respecting, Actually, let me say this first. You um you mentioned that he came out and said that he broke his finger on the knockdown. I personally no, that was
1: Malik Scott. So the post fight interview, you know, while they went to the hospital, obviously he was mm-hmm. hurt. Um, so they asked him, you know, how is he? He's, he's like, oh, he's good now. You know, he's back in his room. He has a busted lip. Um, they said he broke his finger. Um, uh, but he's good. He's fine. Um, that's how the quote came out. Uh, mm-hmm. so it, that's exactly how it came out.
2: So I appreciate you clear, clearing that up for me. I feel like if you, I encourage everyone who's watching this to, to watch back this fight, especially in the early rounds, because I noticed the defensive strategy for Wilder wasn't head movement, but it was parries, And there was a lot of times where Wilder was throwing that right hand with everything, with a whole bunch of mustard on it and Tyson Field was literally slapping it like as it was coming and i feel like that may have played a part in the injury whether it w- it would be starting the fracture that led to the break when well, he yeah. landed the it shot it probably
1: started as a fracture yeah
2: i would say it, it's very it's very probable that that was a leading cause of this cuz i noticed early on my dad was saying, and, and this is why I, I think you may have felt that he won the second round too. I was like, there's no way he wins that round because yeah, he's throwing hard, but he's landing on the glove. Like he's punching his hand, like as he's landing. Um, so I encourage everybody to look back at that and make what they make for it themselves. I'm not here calling anyone a liar, you know, respect to them. And hundred percent, I think even as an athlete, there's no way you could know when it happened. Um, but at the end of the day, I feel like The respect where I take issue with all this is because everything that happened in the fallout from the second fight where you're making these excuses and you're saying I lost because of this or I got tired because of this and you're even going on to speculate that your trainer may have drugged you. You're going on to speculate that (laughs) your trainer watched them do things with the gloves to give your opponent an advantage. Like that entirely does not sit right with me because that is public record. There is video of these people doing the inspections of the gloves, doing the inspections of these corner um, moments where you're allowed to see when people are wrapping their hands. Now, am I someone that can that can say that boxing is beyond corruption? No. Like maybe it comes out one day that he was right in one of these aspects. But what where it doesn't hold water for me is there's things in place to prevent these things from happening. That's why your corner is allowed to see the, that your hands, um, your opponent's hands being wrapped. That's why all these things are in place to prevent these sort of conspiracies. And the fact that he leaned on those things coming into this fight, to me, it doesn't make sense how you can show respect in a draw because you didn't lose. Like you you didn't lose. Like let's call it what it is. You can still come away from that feeling. Uh, they gave it. They gave him the draw, but I still feel like I won. And 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 in that fight specifically, I feel like he had an argument more so than any, obviously with the way the last two ended, you can't make any other argument. But that yeah. first fight, you can literally, he can literally say, I won that fight. Look who got knocked down. It wasn't me. You know, and I yeah. respect that point. But to come in after the second fight with all those excuses and then not show respect at the end, to me, it is so, I mean, I'm going to wax poetic here, but it is irresponsible as an athlete. For you to to make everything be, no, it's not because of me. It's because of this. It's because I wasn't allowed to go on in the later rounds because of my coach. It's because of these things. And then after you are allowed to go out the way you wanted to, be careful what you wish for. And it happened. And you can't show respect after that situation. You can say whatever you want. In my opinion, all fair in love and war in combat sports. There's no such thing as going too far. Um, there was a lot of things said by Wilder as far as, in my opinion, I think it's way more disrespectful to say you're you're trying to kill somebody than to say somebody's a bum. Now, people may disagree with that, but at the end of the day, I understand the animosity. I respect that 100%. I understand that that plays a huge factor into all this. But if you're going to lean on that rage, if you're going to say the reason why I'm going to win this is because I need to make this right, because I was wrong. And you're given that chance and you fall short and you can't take it upon yourself again to to be a man in that way and admit this is what happened to me. I think that's why he wasn't able to fully go through with all the changes necessary to win this fight, because you need to be able to look at yourself and understand why you lost in order for you to make the requisite changes. So. I just hope moving forward and 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 I love the way Tyson Fury went about this because he wasn't an asshole in 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 winning either. He wasn't saying, "Well, fuck him because he didn't show me respect." He said, "You know, God bless him. I pray for him." Because that's not right. Like I 100% feel regardless of his WWE antics, which I love cuz that's that's where my root of sports came him. from. <laughs> Literally 100% percent i put him on there in WWE. 100% because nobody could talk like him anywhere. His mic skills are anywhere. phenomenal. Anywhere, man. He's a dosser. He's a big dosser. <laughs> and, and by the way, a, a dosser is a homeless person in in Britain. That's what they call them. But uh, the yeah. fact that the the fact that all that happened, I can understand why you you wouldn't want to show respect like you said. I can I can ultimately respect that as well. But if you're looking at Fury's I mean Fury Wilder's career as a fan, I hated to see that. Because I'm a fan of both yeah. these guys. And I think you're showing why you ended up in this situation again in the third fight. Because you're yeah. not willing to be able to look within and understand what really happened because of the outcome. Yeah. But um, once again, even with agree. all that, I don't care. If you're if you're not going to be a sportsman, I really don't care. Because at the end of the yeah. day, that's your choice. Like, you, you yeah. can have that choice. Especially after, like you said, you may say, like, people that do... Tyson Fury stick, they never come out in the post-fight doing the same thing because in a way they try to chalk it up like this is promotion. This isn't actually what it's about. And Wilder wasn't able to separate that on the night, which is unfortunate. For his character, though, I would love to see him make those changes and move forward in the way that he needs to. But even if he doesn't, um, just shout out to both of these guys for what they were able to do and the fact that they were able to put on that kind of performance historical stuff and the fact that we've been on this for over an hour now speaks to how good a a fight it was
1: wow yeah i could talk about this for days (laughs) but i agree (laughs) with you to close off um i do hope again i understand but i also do hope that someday in the future uh maybe they can meet maybe they can have an interview where you know they just squash it and while they're you know gives his respect uh to him even though he he did it in his own way but i would like for them to you know come to uh some sort of center ground and acknowledge that everything was just promotion Um, there were no hard feelings um and you know they have so much in common that they can actually be friends you know with you know both of them having daughters with uh, issues so i would love to see that happen um but you know as a fan of the sport hey it's just entertainment for us so
2: (laughs) can't be too mad yeah
0: yeah maybe when they get older
2: (laughs) That'd be real cool to see yeah. man That'd be real cool It'd probably be see. like yeah, that definitely. uh
0: shaq and kobe sit down <laughs> yeah yeah well real quick chris let's just get our week six picks real fast rapid fire um so you we can get out get on out of here guys okay um, oh well, sure. is that my give, topic <laughs> tell, tell everybody
1: where they can find you right uh, real quick um i'm on instagram as droll underscore shorts b-r-o-l-l underscore shorts um on TikTok as well I make I actually make content so if, you know if you go on there you'll definitely get a lot of
0: sauce on finance Yo, yeah. um yeah 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 and 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 he's a great follow trust me he, we got a lot of stuff coming with him uh with OTS uh real soon so be on the lookout we got we're not going to say what it is yet but got a couple of things coming so yeah we appreciate you, Julio, for coming on and, and talking and filling in because I, I know I couldn't have that same conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's it's all good. That, that's how I
1: feel now with football. I can't. I yeah. can't talk about it. I wouldn't know what to say. <laughs> uh a so perfect bro. time to you know say thank you both for having me on here, Chris. Yes, thank you for the great conversation. uh Brought me back to you know back in high school when we used to have boxing conversations um so if you, for you for those of you that don't know chris actually used to box so if you see him outside you better respect him dude. he <laughs> will put pause
2: on you <laughs> but uh, yes again, sir super it, heavyweight over here baby yeah.
1: thank you guys again yes uh, sir it was great um i'll see you guys on the next one
0: all right bro appreciate you man all
2: right man appreciate you it was good like you said man that was just an awesome discussion so
0: most definitely Absolutely. Most you definitely. guys take care all right, bro. All right take too, care man, man.